Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to today's episode. Um, first, let me just say I'm super excited to be back. It's been five months away, five months of not podcasting. And today I just want to share with you why I stopped and what I've been doing in that time and what things are going to look like going forward. And I, I hope that it helps you in wherever you're at right now, maybe to stop listening to how other people say you should be doing things and to find your own way that makes you happy and, and balances with the other things that are going on in your life. So stay tuned. We're going to get right into it. Welcome to Studying the Song, podcast to help musical theater actors figure out what to sing and how to sing it so that you shine in your audition, one-woman show, or leading role. My friends, talent and passion are only the beginning. I believe there is freedom in preparation. I believe that when you put in the work, practice the skills, and do the research, something amazing happens. You become so prepared in your craft that you become unstoppable. In this podcast, I want to give you the tools and skills to create a powerful audition book that showcases your artistry and actually gets you work. I want you to feel totally at home reading the musical score of a show, and I want to help you define your unique artistic voice. Consider me your own personal vocal coach in your earbuds, cheering you on and bringing you the reality checks you need along the way. I'm Corey Yamaoka, and I'm so excited to be walking this journey with you. Let's dive in. All right, friends, I'm just going to dive into it. I have been on a break for five months. I haven't touched my podcast. I haven't sent an email out to anybody on my email list for five months. I couldn't even, like once I realized I was going to take a break, bring myself to write an email to let people know I wouldn't be writing emails for a while. Um, I didn't know how long it was going to be, and I thought maybe I was actually done forever. That's how burned out I was. So first I want to share like what the situation was, what was going on at that time, and then sort of why I stopped and what I was doing during the last five months. So in late October, I released episode 32, which was Audition Horror Stories. And it was with my really good friend, Catherine Lounsbury. We had so much fun doing it. Um, you know, I had a lot of good momentum going with the podcast, so many, you know, kind remarks and and people writing, telling me that they're really enjoying it. And I was meeting people from all over the world and across the United States and professors and vocal coaches. And I was like, this is awesome. But at the same time, I was extremely overworked and I constantly felt like the whole process was a struggle. And, um, I am also a mom and a wife, and I have a full-time job outside of podcasting and coaching. And, you know, the goal is to transition into making this my full-time thing, but like I have to be where I'm at. And I was spending so many hours every week on the podcast and I'm a perfectionist already. So everything had to be perfect. Like I was going back and editing audio like a music director. I'm like, oh, this flows and then I need a pause or this pause is too long and oh, this section will be good here. And I, I can't do that. That's way too much time to be spending on, on this, especially in the context of the rest of my life. Um, during that time also, right in October and, and early November, I had taken on an additional music directing gig, which you know, was, was awesome. And it was this brand new show. It was a two woman show. And I got to work with a writer and I was transcribing these songs from a songwriter and making the vocal arrangements. And I, I knew I wanted to do that project. And what was interesting is that it was a project about 
women making choices about their career and their family. And by the time I was done with that, I realized this can't go on the way that it's been going. Um, I was always thinking about, like when I was with my family, I was always thinking about how can I get back to my office? How can I get back on the computer? When am I going to be able to you know, make another Canva graphic? When am I going to be able to write those summaries that are going up for the podcast episode? And, you know, it sucked for my family and I wasn't present with them. And I love my husband and my son, but like if anything went wrong in our day, in our life, um, like if it took too long to get out the door to go to preschool, it would just like set me off for the whole day. And I have felt I think maybe also from the pandemic, I just had gotten this PTSD of not having time. Like when, when my son was with us, not being at school and we were both working from home and it was just like using little minutes here and there trying to do our jobs. And it was like a frightening time. And so I had gotten this programmed into my body that this time is slipping through my fingers. There's never enough time. How am I going to do this? And I was working so hard and like there was positive traction with the feedback. There were good relationships I was building, but it was a constant feel of pushing and struggling and like, um, like it was running me instead of me running it. And on November, I don't know, 7th, I think was the last show for that, that new musical. The next day it was a Monday and I was like, I just, I just can't do it. I told Jason, I think I'm going to stop. And that's, that's the hardest thing to do is to stop your momentum, stop what looks like it's being successful, stop what you're doing, what you've committed to, what you've told everybody you're doing and what, what your dream is for yourself because you feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to dissipate and float away and you're going to be lost and you're going to be forgotten. And if you're not putting out new stuff every day on all the socials, people aren't going to know what you're doing and they're not going to want to listen anymore. And that fear every day was just wearing me out in addition to doing all of the work. Like I, I like working. I really love it. But it was also the fear of losing, the fear of not getting to where I wanted to be um, that was wearing me out. So, so I decided to stop and I'm in that downward spiral while I'm stopping of feeling like, I'm going to fail and I'm never going to get my momentum back. And this was never meant to me. I was fooling myself, all of that. And at the same time, I was like, wow, this, this feels good to not be doing anything. And I just started letting myself kind of flounder is how I felt, just like decompress. Like I had been totally tightly wound and I just needed to oh, like open up and my body needed to expand again. And one, one morning when I was, you know, I pray every morning, read my Bible. And I just felt like I got a word from God that was like, you need to get your house in order. I was like, what, what does that mean? Like, no, you need to get your house in order, Corey. You have things that you've committed to already and you're not doing them well. And now you've added something new to it. You've already said you're going to work for this employer. Well, you're not doing your job very well and you need to be better at what you've committed to. I was like, oh, dang, this is hard to hear. But it was so true. And I had committed to being married to Jason and I needed to be more present with him. And Jason had just started grad school in August and 
And I knew that like that was going to take a lot of extra time for him. So I needed to be there to give extra support to him and, and to extra support in caring for Noah. And then I had also already agreed, you know, signed on the dotted line to be a mom. And I need to be more present with my son. And I need to plan out meals. And I need to be able to like plan out some activities for him. You know, when he's in, when the kids are like under five, they need you so much every day um, to be with them and to be planning things for them. I mean, they also need downtime, but that's a separate podcast. Um, and most of all, I needed to just be enjoying being in the moment with my family. And I, like I said, I was just always in my mind about how I could get back to my computer. And that was not good. So I just got this, this word, like, get it together, put more energy into the things you've already said yes to before you take on anything new. So now having put down the podcast and deciding to, you know, get my house in order, it was time to just let God do his thing, let him work in my heart and let time do its thing where, you know, you can't rush figuring out what the next step is and to just be in my Bible every day, praying every day, listening to a few podcasts that like nourished my soul. I journaled a little bit, but you know, I wasn't doing a huge amount of it as I, I was trying to take the pressure off. So I didn't do anything that felt like an obligation, which is awesome. I'm sure many of us would like to have a week where we don't do anything that feels like an obligation. And I tried to do each element better. Okay, I'm going to plan out these meals for the week. I know what I need to do in the morning, maybe to prep that. In the afternoon, it's ready to go. When Noah gets home, I can be with him knowing that dinner is already being made. And there was just like this peace that started to fall on everything. I wasn't in a rush. I always, I wasn't always distracted and looking for something else. I wasn't always checking my podcast stats. I wasn't always checking Instagram to see if people were liking the things that I was posting. And that's a whole separate trap. I, you know, not going to get into that, but social media just takes your joy, steals your joy away from you. Um, so little by little, like, I felt that struggle start to subside, which was awesome. And, and it took months before I could even begin to think like, well, maybe I do have something to say still. Maybe I do want to be in the lives of performing artists still. I love coaching. I absolutely love teaching. And I want to work with singers and I want to be in the world of musical theater. It is who I am. Like there's no running from it. This is my life and what I love to do. I had just like pushed my limits too much. So what did I learn sort of now looking back and, and as I'm sort of easing back into this, first of all, I realize you, you have no idea what's coming down the road, what happened during these five months. God was clearing space in my calendar so that he could literally move my family to a new location. At the end of the, at the end of December, we like had barely started talking about maybe we should start looking for a house. And from that conversation to six weeks later, we had started looking for a house, put in a bid, gotten approved, gone through all of the escrow, closing all that stuff, and started moving into a new house in February. And I, I could not have done that. I could not have been part of that, made time for that if I was still doing the podcast. So 
I guess just listen when you when you feel that tug of like stop or don't do that or take this other direction. You do it because you don't know what's coming down the line. You don't know what God has laid out and prepared for you. So God was clearing actual schedule and emotional and mental space for us to be able to move, which is such like a huge blessing. You guys, I love our new place. We live in Carlsbad. I don't know if I'm not supposed to tell you those things on a podcast because anybody can listen to this, but it's an awesome bomb city. And I feel like we've really found our new hometown, but that's separate info. You can watch my stories on Instagram and I'll share more about that. Um, So the other thing I learned again, number two, as as I already said, number two is that I love working with singers and I love coaching and I love pulling performances out of people and I love helping them find songs that fit them and fit the show that they're auditioning for. And it's just like the thing that makes me happy. And it's also, it's the thing that's dangerous because I love it so much. I, I will forfeit doing other things properly, right? In my life and I will do it too much. So I feel like what I've learned, number three, now is that I have to find a more sustainable way to do this while I currently have a full-time job, while I have a son who's under five years old, you know, I have to find a way to engage and put the right amount of time into this without distracting, without pulling from my other commitments. And that's batching episodes. That's writing emails in advance. And it's outlining episodes without overthinking it. And, you know, I'm a researcher, so I could spend days prepping an episode, but that just isn't feasible. And you you can get so wrapped up thinking that in order to succeed, everything has to be perfect. And you have to have thought through everything in advance. And you have to cross all your T's and dot all your I's and make what you're doing irrefutable, right? That's, I think that's what my mind, like if I make it perfect enough, nobody will be able to fault me and it will then succeed. It must succeed if nobody can fault it. But, you know, there are amazingly talented people that never succeed in life. There are people that are mediocre and make millions of dollars. So it's also, you know, some people might call it chance, but I think it's also you know, where God wants you to be and where he's placing you and where he's going to give you favor to succeed and grow. Yeah, I'm talking about God a lot today. And that's a huge part of my life, you guys. So it wouldn't be honest or authentic of me to not share that that's a huge factor in my life and in deciding how I move forward with this show. And it's a huge factor in um, and why I took this break and, and how I'm coming back. So that's really what I want to, sh- to share with you today. I hope that you would, f- I hope this would help you perhaps stop listening to the world's way of doing things that doesn't feel right and that feels like it's going against something inside of you and that it doesn't feel balanced. Find a way to listen to that deeper sense of knowing that's inside of you. I think there's a deeper sense of knowing in all of us. Um, to find out what your priorities really are and to be willing to put down things that don't move you towards your goals. Even though maybe you've told people that was what you wanted, even though you may think that that's what's going to get you approval, but you know like putting it down would actually feel really good, then put it down. And know that when you make the space in your hands, when you're not holding on tightly 
to these things that don't serve you, these things that you don't really want, when you your hands are now available to pick up the things that do mean something to you and that do really resonate and feel like what you want your life to be about. And that's where, where I'm at right now. I'm trying to take hold of the things that I love to do, which is working with you, working with singers, which is being with my family, which is making meals and trying to find a way to make all that balanced. All right, y'all, that's the journey. So coming forward or going forward now with the podcast, y'all, I'm not going to be editing every single little blip and detail and breath out. I hope that's okay with you. And I'm going to be here every week showing up for you. These episodes may not be as long as they used to be, but I hope they will still impact you for the positive. And I hope to be a trusted source that you will come to on your auditioning and performing journey um, as a fellow artist. Like I'm working through it with you at the same time. Um, If you want to continue to be in conversation, you can head over to my website and sign up for the email list. And that way we can keep talking and I can find out ways that I can help you in whatever way I can. Um, And that's it for today. I'll see you next time.